Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's get in tune. I can name that tune, JoJo, in nine notes. And take a trip to Plainville. I want to tell our story. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, March 29th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Will Smith has issued a public apology to Chris Rock after slapping the comedian on stage at the 94th Academy Awards on Sunday night. In a statement posted to his Instagram account Monday, Smith, who won the Best Actor Oscar for his performance in King Richard, wrote in part, quote, Violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. During the Oscars telecast, Rock made a joke about Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, who has alopecia, a medical condition that causes hair loss. Smith reacted to Rock's joke by walking up to him on stage and striking him, then returning to his seat and yelling, keep my wife's name out of your f***ing mouth. In his statement, Smith continued, quote, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I am embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. You can read Smith's full statement at EW.com. We also have more on reaction behind the scenes Sunday night, including the discussion about whether to remove Smith from the ceremony and what discussions the Academy is having now about whether Smith will face consequences for his actions. The Big Three trilogy concludes on our number three pick today, the latest episode of This Is Us. The 10th episode in the hit NBC series' final season is centering on Sterling K. Brown's Randall. Him and his mother Rebecca, played by Mandy Moore, go on a road trip to reflect on their past and prepare for the future. Randall is processing the roller coaster that is parenting a teenager and the major life decisions he's not yet ready to make. Here's a preview. When your dad died, anytime they needed you, you were there. I've been trying to carry this family. I don't know if I'm doing it well. The thing about being a parent of a teenager, process. You told him to stay away from me. That is not good enough for you. I literally hate you. I just don't want to make any major life decisions with so much uncertainty in the family. Well, Kay O'Yagan, who is an executive producer on the show and wrote this episode, tells EW that this installment is somewhat of a pivot point, being that it's the 10th episode in the last season and it kicks off the second half of the season. She spoke about Randall's character traits and how they're explored in this episode. is part of his 
Tune in to see Randall's ups and downs and be sure to bring some tissues. The new episode of This Is Us is on tonight at 9 on NBC. Number two. Now we are betting you'll tune in to our next pick if you love musical game shows, the season premiere of Name That Tune. The Fox Game Show is back with host Jane Krakowski, the live band led by Randy Jackson, and this time with a celeb-filled season. In case you aren't familiar with how this classic game show is played, Krakowski gives the contestants a clue, and then the contestants go back and forth, saying the lowest number of musical notes they need to hear in order to name that tune, until one of them challenges the other to guess. Once they rack up some cash in the various rounds of play, the player with the most money can compete in the golden medley bonus round to potentially win the $100,000 grand prize. Here is a preview featuring contestants Kelly Osborne and singer JoJo. Have a listen and see if you too can name that tune. The title of this jock jam is incredible. Kelly, you can open the bidding. And remember, the maximum bid is 10 notes. I can name that tune, JoJo, in nine notes. Okay, Kelly. I can name that tune in (laughs) eight notes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. JoJo, let's name that tune. Here is your clue, JoJo. The title of this jock jam is incredible. For $5,000, here are your eight notes. Listen and name that tune. You're unbelievable. We'll take that unbelievable by EMF. Yes! You're unbelievable. You're so unbelievable. Did you get it right? Eight notes kind of helped there, didn't it? Well, also in tonight's season premiere, Super Bowl champs Vernon Davis and Victor Cruz will face off against each other. Everyone is playing for the charity of their choosing. Catch every mind-blowing musical moment on the season premiere of Name That Tune tonight at 9 on Fox. It's trivia time. What year did the first ever TV version of Name That Tune debut? 1953, 1962, or 1974? Stick around for that answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Number one. 
And now, time to explain our number one pick, Hulu's The Girl from Plainville. Elle Fanning stars in the latest Based on a True Story limited series to hit TV. This one based on Michelle Carter's unprecedented texting suicide case. In 2015, then 17-year-old Carter was charged with and later convicted of involuntary manslaughter after encouraging her boyfriend Conrad Coco Roy to kill himself via text message. The eight-episode series will explore Carter's relationship with Roy, the events that led to his death, and the court case that followed, as well as the many complicated questions that arose along the way. Here's a preview. I keep finding things out about him. It's like I didn't even know him. It means so much to see you all here for Conrad. It's strange that someone so close to him and we never met. What do you think dying is like? Just like floating on water. They've opened an investigation into your connection with the death of Conrad Roy. But I didn't do anything wrong. There are text messages, thousands of them. Go on, say it. He was living with you when it happened. You think I don't think about it every goddamn night? We should be like Romeo and Juliet. I'd love to be your Juliet. But you do know what happens in the end. Well, this is a heavy story, no doubt, but star Colton Ryan, who plays Conrad, says he was surprised by how life-affirming he ultimately found the series to be. Here's Ryan, who stopped by EW Studio at South by Southwest to discuss the show. I think the thing that was so profoundly surprising was how affirming it was. I mean, how I got to know someone so much and... um, and, and, and I feel like in a more intimate way than, than maybe the court of public opinion might, in, the, in sort of just the one lens we got him. And for that reason, it was also, it was, it was quite lifting. Every day I'd kind of be like, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm alive. That is a gift. And it was, a, I don't know, it was a very simple revelation, but it was just one of the many gifts that this show and, and what, you know, Coco kind of gave You can meet The Girl from Plainville right now. The first three episodes are streaming on Hulu. And one more thing before we go. Colton Ryan's co-stars Elle Fanning and Chloe Sevigny joined him at South By. And with all three of them right there together, we naturally had to ask, what you watching? I always watch and always love John Oliver. He's my big television crush. (laughs) And I like how much time he gets to spend with stories and how immersive it is and how educational it is. And his humor is so biting and charming. And yeah, I'm very excited for him to be back on air. (laughs) When you go start, I'm like, no! Didn't he just start back up? I had never seen girls, believe it or not. Oh, fun watch. I know, and so I binged the whole season, like, boom, boom. I was just like, I think I was just too young for when it came out, but, you know, it starts, it was like perfect time, because I'm 23 and the girls start out, they're 23. I was like, I'm so in it, so that was a great discovery. Are you going to take it year for year? Like, you're going to wait till you're 24 to start season two? No, I've watched it all. Oh, it's all done. Okay. <laughs> done, okay. all yeah, six. Done. Yeah. We got it. Yeah. I mean, Batman. What are you watching? Oh, yeah. Batman. He saw the Batmobile yesterday here from the 
the Batman, right? I am, I am vengeance. We are venturing to say that those are some pretty good picks. Girls and Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, which did indeed kick off a new season recently, are both streaming on HBO Max. And The Batman is currently playing exclusively in theaters, but it will be available on HBO Max starting April 19th. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. What year did the first ever TV version of Name That Tune debut? 1953, 1962, or 1974? Well, hopefully you'll be ending the show on a high note with us. The answer is 1953. The first TV version of Name That Tune premiered that year on NBC, but the show actually first debuted on the radio the year before. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shep, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.